Hello, welcome back to This Mama Means Business, episode 63. Today, I wanted to share with you a really special interview, a really special woman, a really special person. Her name is Coach Amber B. I'm calling her that because I probably will butcher her surname if I try to pronounce it. And I sat down with Amber and had a really authentic conversation about motherhood. We talked about overwhelm. We talked about what it is, how to avoid it. We talked about the challenges, especially when you have young kids. Amber's kids are a little more grown than mine. And it was really comforting to hear about the stage of life she's in now and how it actually does get easier. I'm recording this And we've just had a really tough time with Spencer, who's five, his attitude, his behavior. It's just been really, really, really hard. So this podcast could not have come at a better time. So before I give too much away, let's jump on in and welcome Amber to the podcast. Hi, Amber. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm super excited to chat with you. Thank you so much, Kylie. I am happy to be here today and get to talk all about being a mom and a CEO at the same time. I love it. It's what I live for. So before we jump on in to the value that we've got to share, can you just share with our listeners a little bit about yourself and where you're from and and your life and all the good stuff? For sure. I am in in Minnesota in the US and I grew up around this area in the Midwest. I moved to uh, Nashville, which is the country music capital of the US to be able to pursue music at a young age. And so I started performing and then realized I really loved teaching. And so I had been running a music studio at private uh, voice and piano lessons for years now, 20 years, ever since I moved back up to Minneapolis and met my husband and been able to keep the studio going and also start some other businesses along the way, some that worked really well and some that didn't. We just had trial and error and all of those. My husband and I both have two little boys and uh, Max and Jack, seven and five. We have so much fun with them. They're extremely wild and we love it, but we enjoy just being outside and traveling and spending time together. My husband loves athletic things. I love musical things. And so we just love learning from each other. And recently I have been coaching for the last year and a half working with my moms and women who are running their own businesses and really helping them release that pressure that we put on ourselves because I lived for so long running my own studio and then becoming a mom and feeling like I had to do everything. And I always thought I had to push harder and harder and just really burnt out and quickly found that I needed to give myself permission to take care of myself, give myself permission to not have to push all the time. And now I love coaching women through that in the Momentum Restart and sharing with them and helping them find their permission to be able to actually enjoy the life that we chose when we wanted to start our own business, right? That freedom. I love that so much. I love the fact, so I'm a boy mom as well. I've got a four-year-old and a one-year-old, but I love that you're like in the next stage. Like I'm looking forward to like being, I'm, I'm enjoying the little years, but I'm looking forward to that next stage where you kind of have a different relationship and they're a little bit more independent. And I love the fact though that we can learn from you because you've been through it and you've done all that juggle. It is so great. It is so great. My husband and I just traveled to with our family. We go to Colorado every summer because my husband's family is from there. And we have been traveling since before kids, while I was pregnant, and then through the baby years. And this last trip, we 
were amazed because the kids were so easy. We didn't have any diapers. We didn't have all the pack and plays with us and all the things. It was just a wonderful vacation and we got to go hiking with them and they got to do all the things, swim with us and I didn't have to get in the pool. It was great. So it is coming. It is coming. It gets better. Ladies, I have to tell you about something so juicy and so exciting that I have coming up. I have created a private podcast series all about how I grew my email list from zero to over 1,000 women in less than six months organically without wasting time or money. So if you're sick of showing up and feeling like no one can even hear you above the online noise, if you don't have time to create and share freebies to grow your audience slowly, if you want to be seen as the expert in your niche without waiting 10 years for that to happen, and you're tired of launching new offers and creating new sales pages all for no one to buy, this podcast series is for you. It's only five episodes long and it is totally free. Head over to kyliekelly.com slash private to sign up today. And I can't wait to get this juicy content into your earbuds because it has the power to change everything for you. And I don't say that lightly. Come and join us. I hope to see you there. Head over to kyliekelly.com slash private. All right, let's jump back to the episode. I love that. (laughs) I love that. So tell me a little bit, talk to me a little bit about having the studio with such young kids. I know that you specialize in helping mums with the overwhelm, with balancing everything. Although I don't even really like the term balance because I don't feel like we can ever have everything equal, right? It's always a little bit of a give and take. But tell me a little bit about how that was for you. And I guess some tips around helping mums with that. Yeah, for sure. The feeling of overwhelm I find is really common in women especially, but moms. And there was a statistic I found and I posted it on Instagram once last year. And I had so many responses from other women relating to this. And it shouldn't have been a surprise because we all feel it. But it said that 92% of working moms feel overwhelmed. So this is obvious. Any mom who is doing all the things has felt that and knows that, of course. So we really dug into what that word meant, what it looks like, what it feels like, and recognizing that we feel overwhelmed when we have all the things on our plate and we feel like we have to do all of them right then, all at the same time. And we have to get to that next level while we are also doing all the things for our kids and just putting so much expectation and pressure on ourselves that doesn't need to be there. That a lot of times we do it to ourselves or we think that the other business owner down the street, mom taking care of her kids, she is doing it. So we should, but she really isn't. No one's doing all the things. And recognizing that if we pull back that overwhelm and look up from the weeds, so Really what happens with is we look at down at the list of things we have to do. And our lists are usually very long as an entrepreneur and they never end. Our work hours could go all the time. We love what we do. So we want to do this and we want to grow and we get excited when we see a need in a client. We want to help them and create more things for them. 
And we look at these lists and I have women come to me and say, I have all these things I want to do. And then I help plan it for them. And they usually think that I'm going to help them plan how to get all these things done and just check them off their list this quarter. But really what we do is we stop, stop, look up, get our head out of the weeds of the everyday tasks. And I ask them to consider their five-year vision. And Since we're talking with moms here, it's such a great time to think of how old will your kids be in five years? What ages are they going to be? What, you know, stage of life they're going to be heading into? And then think, how do I want my life to look like in five years? Where do I want to be? What do I want my family to look like? What type of person do I want to be? What do I want to be doing? Who do I want to be surrounded by? And all of a sudden, I can see on these women's faces that these lists just kind of fall away. And really just the important things that have to be done to get to that five-year vision stand out really big. There might be one or two big business goals that help them have that life that they want to have in five years, but the rest of the tedious tasks just fall away. Oh, that's so powerful. I think as you were saying that, I was imagining my boys, right? So we'll have a nine-year-old and a six-year-old. And to me, that is a wild thought. That is a wild thought to think of what life will look like in five years time, but you're absolutely right. Doesn't that just put everything else into perspective? And if you're focusing on that vision, it's easy to prioritize what needs to get done, right? It is, it is. And it is wild with, I think it's such a gift to be able to, because we can say, well, in five years, I will be 45, but it's different to say I'm going to have a teenager in the house in five years that feels, or like a preteen, that feels very different. And I know where I'm at right now when I did this vision exercise for myself, because I try to look at it every quarter, I stopped and looked at how I want my lifestyle and even my work to look like in those five years. I want to have so much flexibility and freedom to be able to be there for those big conversations that are going to happen and be able to go to the activities that are important to my kids when they're teens. And knowing that now we have, we're home a lot because there's not a lot of activities. They're pretty young still. And now I can put in the work on these days to be able to prepare my business to grow and have that freedom in those next five years. And When I'm doing this, and for myself or other clients too, I think it's really important to also ask yourself what you love to do outside of work as well. So when you're making your list of what you're going to get done this quarter or this next year to help you towards that five-year vision, a question I love to ask that always throws people off in a really beautiful way, I feel like it just gets us out of our head is I ask women, what is one activity or a person that you love to spend time with that you haven't done for a long time? Someone you haven't seen for a long time or an activity that you love that you haven't done for a long time. And it is such a gift to give ourselves permission to pause and think, oh yeah, I love reading books in the hammock. I haven't been on a date with my husband in a year, or I love walking with this friend of mine and her and I haven't connected in a while. And it just brings a surface, those things that are so important that a lot of times we can push and push. And I used to do this all the time in that overwhelm and overwork is thinking, well, when my business gets to this milestone or when I get these things done, then I'll take time to do the things that I love. But remembering and giving ourselves permission to enjoy time with the people and doing the things that we love, even if it's reading a book. It could be as simple as reading a book or as big as 
traveling the world, just making sure that we are spending time doing what we love along the way. I love that. I love that message. It's funny how, and this is something that I've just been working on recently. So it's, it's, great that this is conversation is happening now but it's funny how we get used to the hustle we get used to the pace of working like I'm not against hustling I think when it's an aligned action and when it's in the right season there's a time and place for it definitely but it's funny how especially as high performing women we get used to this pace of work and then we feel like that's what we have to do to be successful. And I've been trying to reframe that a lot because I had this moment, even just yesterday with my husband and I were talking, we want to hike up this, there's like this little hike close to where we live. It has this amazing view. We've been wanting to do it for years. He has to do it for his job now to get this, he's a video producer. So to get this shot for a client. So we were like, oh, when are we going to fit this in? Like we could drop the kids off and we could do it Friday or Monday. Oh, can I take time away? And I had to stop myself because I'm like, hang on. I've been working at this crazy pace now for quite a while. Am I really getting to my goal any faster? Will it really impact me taking half a day to go and do this amazing experience with my husband and just reframing like, well, I set the rules and... I need to prioritize myself, my relationships, other things just as much as I'm prioritizing the business. Yes. And you're right. You are in charge of your business and I am in charge of my business. And I think we forget that. It can be, especially when we're client-based and we're serving a lot of clients, we have this heart that we want to give. We want to serve. We want to help other people. And it's hard to shut that off sometimes and think, what are they going to think if I'm not available all the time? Or what are they going to think if I take a day off or things like that? And they always are watching you and watching you and being inspired by you. And if you want them to live that life, then we need to show them that we can live that life of freedom and take that time off. And also knowing that when we take time off, it is, I've noticed this in myself and I am still working through this myself. This is, I think, just going to be the constant like give and take struggle of being an entrepreneur and a high performing woman and loving setting goals and loving helping all these people. And I always want to do more. And I can get in that hustle phase too. And I recently did this winter. It's, I live in Minnesota. It's super cold here in the winter, like zero to negative degrees. And so we just don't get outside a lot. And in January and February, I love hunkering down and just working. And I'm like, these are the months that I'm going to just get all these great new ideas out. And then in the summer, we're just outside having fun and we don't really think much about work. So this January and February, I was hustling and it was fine. It was working. I loved it. And then we took, my husband and I took a trip to Mexico with my college friends. And it was a trip we had been looking forward to for years. It got canceled in 2020 and we finally were able to do it. And we went, we were gone for a whole week, just the two of us with my friends, no kids. And we got home and I was going to get back to my same work pace as before. It was almost like my body just couldn't keep up. Like I couldn't perform at that same pace that I had in January and February. My body just wouldn't do it. My mind wouldn't do it. And I realized because I allowed myself to slow down that I was working at too high of a pace. So I know that's something I still have to watch in myself as well and schedule. I need to have those scheduled accountability breaks where I fully step away at least once a quarter or I can just push past that burnout too. So knowing what helps you slow down and what can help keep you accountable can be really impactful too. Yeah, I love that. And listening to your body, like so when you felt that resistance, 
recognizing that because I think often as well we kind of dismiss things or I have in the past a lot of times like I'm trying to teach myself that no no you need to listen to your body because I find when we do that's when we have the most creative ideas right or like the new business idea or the new dream pops up and if we're if we're not listening to that we can miss it so I think it's really powerful to be in tune with your body a little bit that way as well that's so true it takes time to get to that point and I think as moms it can be I know in my experience especially when my kids were little and I had babies at home. And so when I'm working with clients that have babies and I tell them, you know, like, what do you need or what kind of self-care? It's hard for them. And I remember it being hard for me to even know what I needed because you just, you have so many things happening at once, especially if you're running your own business and so many things happening with young kids that you have zero control over. There's just so much going on. There's, you know, overstimulation with the sound and the noise and the all the things happening. And it's there's so much to be done. And we do it because we love our children. And this is what we're going to do. But it's so hard to know what we need and know what our body needs in those moments. And someone gave me a really wonderful gift, a piece of advice when I had my two and 40 year old and I was just starting some coaching and trying that at that time. And she said every day to close a door and wherever that has to be, for me, it has to be in the bathroom because that's the only place my kids can't come find me. So <laughs> close the door. Or I know another mom said she goes in her closet or sometimes I would just step out on the deck. Like, no, my babies are safe. Everybody's in a safe place. And so I'm going to step out on the deck for two minutes close my eyes, take a deep breath, and just ask myself what my body needs. And sometimes I needed water. Sometimes I needed food. Sometimes I really needed a nap or just to be done working for that day. Or I needed some space and quiet. And so I had to plan for that later in the day or later in the week. So taking that time, even if it was just one minute, two minutes, five minutes, where we can not have the stimulation of our family and work around us and tune in, then that practice becomes so much easier to be recognizing what our body really needs. Oh, I love that. And you're so right. It's so, it's exhausting having little kids, but overstimulating. I've never really thought of it that way, but it is. It's that constant stimulus, even with kids' toys on the go and their their cute little voices, but all the voices, the TV potentially, all the things. It's stimulating. And I'm naturally an introvert, right? I My cup gets filled up when I have quiet alone time. And that's not something that you get as a mom very often. It's tough. <laughs> that is so true. It is tough. I know it really is. And that, that reminds me of when Jack was a baby and I heard a baby in Colorado on our trip recently with the same high-pitched scream, but it was there not a sad scream or a mad scream. That was just, that was his way of using his voice. And instead of just like doing cute baby talk, it was just like a high pitched scream all the time. And I remember by the end of the day, just being so fried because you're trying to keep that patience, but that stimulus of like hearing that high pitched scream over and over again. Um, Honestly, like even would take breaks and just put some headphones on sometimes and those noise canceling headphones to try to calm down while holding the baby, but just giving my ears a break. So we have to know that our central nervous system is really on high alert when we are taking care of especially younger kids. I think being a mom at any age so far, I felt that central nervous system really just running wild and it builds throughout the day from the moment we get up to the evening. And if we don't take time to pause and let it come down, then we're just going to end our days feeling 
so burnt out after a while. So give yourself that gift of just that one one minute or five if you can find a, a closet or a bathroom or a deck to step out on for a few minutes or headphones. Oh, I love that, Ember. I love that our conversation has come on this tangent. I think that it always does. It's always the best conversations come out of like little snippets, right, of tangents like that. I'd like to bring it back so the mum CEOs that are tuning in, that are feeling overwhelmed, um, you mentioned about that five-year vision. Um, you also mentioned that you do it quarterly. Is it important, do you think, to do that quite often, like like quarterly? Yeah, for sure. I love to do it quarterly because we forget. We forget. We start getting in the grind again or the hustle. So just having a day where you're able to really dream and think through, or even if it's an hour, like thinking through that five-year vision, and it might change over time too. And usually most of it is the same, but little pieces of it will change. And then reverse engineering from there. So every quarter I like to start with, okay, that five-year vision, and then thinking ahead one year from today. So Right now it's summer, so I'm thinking forward to next summer knowing how do I want next summer to look in my business and in my life. And then knowing what I want next summer, then I ask myself, okay, what's one thing, just one that has to happen this quarter to get me closer to that one-year goal. So that's why I love doing it quarterly because it really helps you take those small steps. But again, just one thing, one thing that has to happen that quarter, there will be other things that you're doing, but having that one focus, you can feel like you are winning no matter what happens in life as a CEO. Fantastic. I think that what we have just discussed in 20 minutes, there's so much value there for whether you're the mom of little ease, whether you're a mom of older kids, but regardless if you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed or not sure how to get rid of that feeling, you've shared some really tangible stuff. So thank you so much for bringing all of that to our listeners' earbuds. Where can people go to find out more and to connect with you? Where should I send them? Yeah, I would love to connect with anyone listening and be able to cheer you on in all the things you're doing. So you can find me on Instagram at Coach Amber B. And I also have more information and and more value uh, on my website, coachamberbee.com. Easy. And we'll put all the links in the show notes. Ember also has a podcast. We'll link that as well. But thank you. Thank you so much for just being so gracious and sharing with our listeners everything that you have. Thank you. It's a pleasure. I appreciate being here.